0: Kokezo Sachane on SAFM. 10 minutes to four. What I've noted at this time of the year on social media, I'm seeing a number of people sharing videos and photos of Imkeiti. And it was a couple of years ago, actually, where I was fortunate enough to be invited uh, to one such in in Cape Town. But at the same time, while that is happening and people are celebrating, the call by the Buffalo City Metro to allow local residents to host traditional events like Imkeiti before first obtaining permission has been criticized in, in part with some community members complaining that it infringes on their cultural rights. So we've decided to invite the Buffalo City Metro spokesperson to come and explain how this bylaw works and the application process is there for uh, Samkelo Nguyenia, is Buffalo City Metro spokesperson. Samkelo, I hope you're well. Good afternoon again. Welcome to the to Beyond the Headlines.
1: Good afternoon, Kotezo, and good afternoon to the listeners. Thank you for having
0: me. I think it is the second time this week, eh? What's happening in Buffalo <laughs> City? We've got a lot to talk about, Samkelo.
1: Yes, we are a very busy metro. we
0: the center of the country, I guess. <laughs> mm. You know, again, I mentioned that I've, I've really marvelled and enjoyed um, what I've seen on social media and the the the, the celebrations and MKT. But the, at the same time, as a metro, you're dealing with this um, this issue of of permission being sought. Can you explain? Is there a need for permission to be sought? What are these bylaws? How do they work?
1: Well, we, we're a rural metro by our nature, um, and, and and things like mikiti uh, and the smattering of animals, something that is practiced thoroughly in the rural villages around our metro. But we've seen in the past uh, a year or so uh, a, a sprang of these events taking place in the suburban area, and that's where the challenges are coming up. Hence, we decided to remind people of the bylaw. And I mean, between October and now, we've had 216 of such events, which is quite a good thing, it means that people are starting to embrace culture and they're starting to bring it in suburban areas. But with that then comes in the issues of neighbours. who don't necessarily have that camaraderie spirit that is in the rural areas. They don't talk to each other. So people go about doing it, in, I suppose, the way that doesn't please others. So we're coming in to tell people that, look, there is a bylaw that is in place. If you're going to be slaughtering animals, these are the things that you should be following. Um, your neighbours should be part of that process. And it becomes quite important that, your event, your cultural event, no matter if it's in your yard, if it actually impacts on the, on, the, on the livelihood of others, there's certain things that we expect as an But
0: What are those laws, Keller? just to be clear? And I'm really wondering what, what would my family slaughtering in the back of my house in the suburb, how would it infringe on anyone? But let's, let's speak to the law itself. What does it say?
1: Well, for starters, if you were if you were had a, a ceremony, you should tell us at least fourteen days prior to that. Amongst the things that we we're going to tell you is how you should go about handling the animal in itself, uh, that should be which should be kept in a humane manner. And then, secondly, we will have to tell you that your 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 yard should be enclosed so that buyers and neighbors do not see what you're doing. It might be normal to you, but it might be offensive to your neighbor. Um, and secondly, how you go about, you know. Um, offloading that meat um, doing it in a hygienic matter we, we, ta- we talk to you about issues of traffic um, in the rural areas of plenty of land we don't expect people to be urinating on parking in other people's driveways we also make sure that you are aware of the issues of noise at the particular cut of time we should be not having getting calls from the police issues of smoke um, how you go about your wood so all those issues and also up, up, up to the level of issues that how you, um, your carcass afterwards, general hygiene that we expect uh, one to uphold so that we don't have those type of problems where um, after your ceremony, it's been well and great in your yard, but all your neighbors are very much unhappy of how the neighborhood looks like because you've had so many guests around that actually increase on the rights of others.
0: There's a, there's a couple of things that you've mentioned there, and some of them I I can understand, right? Which is, and I'm not trying to debate the law itself, but I, I, I find some some of the issues to be a little bit problematic. So, of course, urinating on the streets and all of that, and noise, human decency. But the idea, uh, some kello that. Suddenly, once we move from Eslalini, we don't know oh. how to how to slaughter. We don't know how to handle an animal. We we need a law to tell us that we 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 need to treat it humanely. It needs to be enclosed. It it, it sounds a little bit problematic. While I'm not dismissive of the need for such, but yeah. why do we why the need for uh, certain prescripts as if we don't know them?
1: Well, I think it's important to guide um, the process. I think I think people know their culture. I mean, another community can argue and say, you know, we know how to go about, if we have a celebration where we actually need to do some cricket, you know how to do about cricket. We've been doing it for decades. But the, the neighbour next year might, might say, that is making noise, and this is how it's infringing on me. So in this case, it becomes important that we give you a consent letter all your neighbors are aware that you're doing that because, for instance, uh, two weeks ago we had to be calling a kid's speech, a neighbor complaint, and there's, there's a need for us to have a document so that we can actually, instead of interdicting or stopping your ceremony, try and work towards around that. I don't think we are trying to impose on people, but we're saying not all people are the same, particularly in this type of area. Some people might take offense to some of the things that we're doing, and we should try and do them, yes,
0: by the book. So, to be clear, again, when it comes to the consultation with the neighbours, which I suppose is is important, are we required to just inform them or are we then going to Fannikark and, and asking for permission?
1: Well, you you should inform them. Most most neighbours in the service have got WhatsApp groups. Um, you could scan the letter, send it to them. Um, the, the pilot does allow space for an objection. So, if a neighbour has got an objection about... The event you're holding, they can actually contact us, and we can try and work our way around that. Our our aim is really to mediate this process. I mean, from the 216 applications we've had, we've had none of them that has been turned down. Um, if someone has got an issue with some ceremony that is taking place, I will try and come and, and put and put that that you know matter into bed. But we can't have a situation where people are so excited they are erecting tents in the streets, they are closing streets, they have sound systems. So these these these. And not just cultural small event cookies. These are becoming mm. major mm. events, which is quite good. Mm. But mm. with that comes responsibility. And that's what we want to actually remind people of.
0: Understood. Samka Longwenya, thank you very much uh, for, for making time to educate us on this and remind us, really at the end of it, reminding us that um, we do need to consider others while practicing um, what we know, what is our culture as well. Thank you very much uh, once again for joining us this week. Sam there is Buffalo City Metro spokesperson. Your thoughts on this? I, and I'll admit, you know, there's a part of me, while I do understand the, the need for bylaws, a part of me feels as if we are being policed and while these laws do not exist as Lalin or it they don't exist. And then suddenly when it comes into the verbs we, we have to uh, be mindful. You know, we have to consider the next person as if, as Lalin or the consideration is not there. Or is is... What has been your experience? Let me leave it at that. I know in my family, (laughs) we've never had to think about these matters, um, even in the birds. Smuggle a sheep there, do the thing quietly, and and carry on with life and, and pay your respects. But what has been your experience, the difference between you know, Kohai or versus in the Burbs. You can send us your WhatsApp voice notes in the meantime and maybe you are one of those in the Buffalo City Metro um who's um had to deal with this issue of permission. Is it just a Buffalo City Metro matter or are we hearing or seeing uh, the need for such permission to be sought in other parts of the country as well? You can send us your WhatsApp voice notes on O six one four one oh four one oh seven or um just after after four at least. Maybe we can take um a call or two on 086-000-2032. What happens at this time of the year when there is Mg or just generally um the need to to slaughter and, and pay respects to the ancestors, honor the ancestors? Uh, what do you do if at all you are residing in the burbs? Have you um had issues with neighbors coming to complain? Or do you, as we normally do, Invite the neighbor. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe part of the problem is that we get so insulated that we don't even know the neighbor. And so when the time comes for Mkiti, they are not invited because we don't know them. Maybe we need to spread the love. I'm not too sure. I don't know how many um, permissions Greg Hose has sought for his Mkiti, but...